How's everybody doing tonight? Welcome up in the high there. Hey um, there. Hanging out hi here there. in the studio. Hold there. Steel Pixel Studio. This is your host, Dylan. I'm here with Allie. Hello. And we got Callista in the house today. Hi. <laughs> Folks haven't met Callista yet. First time in the studio. She's excited to be here. Welcome. We were getting ready to record this episode and I thought, who do I know? That really likes musicals. It's me. I really like musicals. It's her. She really likes musicals. It's true. <laughs> it's so true. I said, hey, Callista, do you want to walk next door and be in a show? And she said, oh, well, if I don't have to walk that far, yeah, okay. And I she said, said, I'm, she said I'm, I'm, I'm literally here. Like teleportation. Well, I was going to vacuum, but I guess I could be on your show. I'm just kidding. They have a robot for that. Oh, <laughs> next <out>. level. <laughs> but yeah, thank you for being anyway. here with us today. I'm so excited. Now, today's show is going to be kind of special. Um, uh, we have a special guest on our hands. So originally, Allie and I were talking about Broadway musicals. But given the special skills and nature of our guest <laughs> here, I am also going to expand that to Disney musicals. Oh, Those are my wow. favorite kinds of musicals. <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be going over swimmingly, so we're just going to dive right on in. Um, wow. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> as a this, beneficent uh, toast, <laughs> this inevitably is going to lead to a top five, bottom five episode. So, we're just going to let people know that now. Oh, There's going to be some hot opinions. Oh, boy. Um, we might end up. Breaking a few things, flipping a few tables, but that's just all part of making art. So here we go. We're going to dive in. Uh, Broadway. Recent year has struggled yeah. what's with the COVID and yeah, then come back cool in a down. surge. Uh, you got Hades Town running right now. You got all these hot that's, plays that's opening up with these theaters having right space. Yeah. Somehow Phantom and the Book of Mormon and all these other shows are still just chugging along with Adam, their little they fucking They are thriving. Buddies. They are not just Hamilton is fucking can plugging I, can along. Can I ask like, you guys something? Why do not you? Why do you think that Phantom doesn't die? Talk about love never dies. Why won't Phantom ever die? Oh, First oh, of all, oh, I resent oh, the joke. Oh, oh, uh, oh. Too bad. <laughs> Bitch. Phantom of the Opera is the best thing to ever hit Broadway, ever. And Phantom of the Opera creeps me love out. Love so Never bad. Dies is a joke, but we needed it. Phantom of the Opera is going to be very divisive. <laughs> the, the, punch, the punchline oh, no. that needed to come after the trauma. Correct. Correct. <laughs> love the, Never Dies, they just took Oliver and they said, hey, hey, what would happen if we just took the Phantom of the Opera characters and put them in Oliver? <laughs> And then they just Look, made a musical. It's funny because you're right. I don't know. I don't know what kind of. I don't know what kind of issues folks have to has to look at the Phantom of the Opera and go, "Ain't that romantic?" Daddy I mean, issues. It's a dude with yes. like a burn victim. <laughs> what face. do you mean? There's a quick daddy answer to that. Huh? Not, we all have daddy issues. I'm. I'm sure everyone <laughs> in the building right now has some kind of daddy issues. But you don't. What you don't want to get but fucked in a basement by no. some guy with a mask? No, especially after he like abducts me, takes me to his subterranean lair, and tells me to sing Listen, for that, him. It's kinky. It's not my favorite story about getting uh, fucked in a kinky, basement. But I'm freaked but, out. <laughs> yeah, there are way better ones. I could name at least five, probably. I I do. I guess I just think it's funny that it was like it was so it was such a big thing when it went off Broadway. It was like it's oh, it's leaving. It's going for the first time ever, and it was like it felt like two minutes. They literally later. psyched us. It was like it was like five minutes later. 
It was like, hey, bitch. They're like, actually, no, it's we still Brittany, have this bitch. chandelier. <laughs> Sing once I, again for me. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what to do with this thing. We're just gonna, we're just gonna leave this. But here. I guess it really is. I mean, it is a classic. I mean that, and surprisingly, the Lion King. You, you never really think of movies going to Broadway and doing well, but that was one of the few instances where it really worked. I feel well. like that's more of a technical classic because you're so blown away by the costumes and everything. Yeah. The scenic, yeah. Like I, that reminds me. It is a me, really cool way of storytelling. I went to go see Cursed Child for my honeymoon. Um, horrible script. The worst yeah. script I've ever read. Oh, yeah. I, I read the script like when it came out because I read all the books. You <laughs> we know, also I was a big saw fan. Puffs and Puffs was now, better. Puffs was great. <laughs> we saw Puffs. It was an off-Broadway show. With Puffs? No, it, no, I've never heard no, of Puffs. No, it's oh. off-Broadway. It's uh, Puffs is an off-Broadway show that started in New York. It centers around the idea of like what's going on with all the Hufflepuffs, it's hence a, the it's name. It's just a Hufflepuff-centric oh, off-Broadway so play. Yeah. It's Harry Potter. It's yes. very funny, very silly. Uh, it did unfortunately close. I don't know if it'll get remounted again. If it does, definitely recommend seeing it. It's uh, hysterical start to finish. But yeah, wait, 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 Dylan, 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 oh? stop. Oh. oh, yeah. What? Can you freestyle about puffs? Oh, I guess I can. Jeez, okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. Hogwarts sitting on my broom Everybody watching me go room to room Staircases moving back and forth every day Don't know if I'm going to lunch Ah, oh, hey, where did Hagrid just put my new deal? Ah, oh, man, that doesn't look like a fucking meal Wait, hey, Dobby, can you bring me something from the kitchen? I'm really hungry, man Dude, my stomach's itching I'm getting ready to go down to the Great Hall Gonna check the points before we go out to ball Got the Quitted World Cup coming on my mind Don't know if I'm gonna find all the time Gonna hang out in the common room With all my other puffs, man, we chillin' soon All these other guys out here saving school But man, I just wanna vibe, maybe paint a little bit Oh, we the artsy types, and we gotta flow We gotta make music, man, that's just all we know We ain't here to prove nothing to anybody We got the magic flowing through us like smooth honey Everybody wants to be a little bit like Puffs No one wants to admit it, but we got the stuff We gonna teach you how to be a chef or be an artist Learn how to paint, man, we make a forest Everybody in the Puff School Gonna learn something cool Everybody know what we do That's how we roll it back in the common room Everybody relax, let's get a fire soon oh. Wow, bro, bro. I spit hot fire. <laughs> Five greatest rappers in the world. Dylan, 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 Dylan. Don't sue me, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> you don't got the time. Oh, no, man. he's got enough crap going. <laughs> no, man, that was sick, dude. That was sick. Uh, that was a fun one. Yeah, got a lot to say about the puffs. Apparently, yeah. it, it was it good got though. me deep in my heart. I, I am a puff. It was good. So I connect. Are you a Hufflepuff? I am a totally. Hufflepuff. I'm a Hufflepuff. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Oh, shit. oh it's a whole oh, new Hufflepuff. Wow. Oh, now you gotta see puffs, bro. Yeah. <laughs> we went. We that one we went to go see for my bachelorette party. Thank that. Thank you, Cody, for making that happen. Wow, your wedding got bookmarked by Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> It really, it really did. Yeah. Now, I just made a professional oopsie. It's okay. 
Um, no, but listen, when we went to go see Cursed Child, while the script did suck, one of the beautiful things about theater is that technical majesty. Because even though the script was shit, when they do the time travel effect, the warping on the stage, because they, they do this oh, with the projection, projection mapping. mapping. Oh, yeah. It looks so goddamn real. It looks so magical. So much of the uh, effects of it were just so phenomenal. I was so blown away. Like, And I thought I had seen some like shit you know, like working. It's always fun to see a spectacle Working show. like backstage or on stage or whatever. Yeah. You know, even in Philly, I'm like, no, this was like some it's, pussy shit compared to. It's like when they said Rocky was going to be a musical and we're like, that's stupid. Co- they're boxing. And they're like, but like, the boxing ring is going to slide like, out into the room. Yeah. Even, <laughs> compared like, <what>? to like, <laughs> even compared to like Wicked or whatever, yeah. I was really blown away. I, I've, I've heard you talk about like the, the effects that you've seen in The Cursed Child. And all I can think about in my head is uh, the Frozen musical for oh. Let It Go when she's throwing her ice. And that's all I can see in my brain when you're talking about I these would effects. Love yeah. I, I, yeah. I oh, and her trans. I haven't it seen cool? it in person, but I've seen clips of it, and like I know like the soundtrack yeah. of it. But that moment when she like throws her crown yeah. off and like transforms her dress on sca- stage, yeah. and there's the ice and the magic everywhere, and they just transform the whole stage. When you talk about Cursed Child, that's all I can see yeah. in my brain. I Is think- that the focus of the Disney on Ice show these days? Like, no. So there's it make more sense stage, if you did that's Frozen just the stage on Ice. Show. No. They have different shows. I mean, they're going to do right, whatever they like, do on what ice. What I'm saying is, like, I know you mean Disney on Ice has, like, you know, you can do, like, Lion King on Ice, all the, but, like, shouldn't they just really push for Frozen on Ice to be, like, their focal point show at this point? Because I think they have one show that literal. focuses mostly on Frozen. That but makes they, the most sense. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's a Winter Wonderland show. Dude, I saw one show on ice and the like only Moana thing I Moana on re- ice? The only <laughs> you know thing? what I mean? Like, Ariel on ice is Lion so cool. Lion King on what? ice? Africa's not frozen. Because they do all the aerobatic, the aero... Aer- the- Acrobatics, aerial, aerial stuff. Aerial, aerial does aerials. Aerial, 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 and it's so cool because it Why makes it look all dirty? watery. Oh, aerial you doing know. aerials. That sounds dirty. Uh, well, you know, maybe a little. Yeah, aerial. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, she want to get them legs, get that man. I'd still be happy with you just know. the human half top. <laughs> you don't want the human half bottom. I don't want to look at a fish head every night. It's like, good night, honey. But their lungs, if it was a top had fish, their lungs would need. They can't breathe. Right. That would, They would need air. They would need water to breathe. That's your problem with this concept. We're worrying yes. about how they breathe. <laughs> yeah. A All bottom right. half fish has human lungs, so they can breathe air. But a top half fish They can breathe underwater, water. too. She swims around singing and dancing. She doesn't have to come up for air like a dolphin. She can breathe <laughs> underwater and on land with you her know, human every, boobs and every, human face every relationship, human everything. Every relationship has, uh, <laughs> has things that you got to figure out to navigate. You know, romantically, mm-hmm. for its time, it made sense. But if they remade that in the modern era... Maybe it'd be like a cool marriage where she lived in the ocean and like he lived on land and they gave each other space or something. I don't know. Like, <laughs> they were just like a modern couple. They were also like polyamorous or something. He's bringing other fish into bed. Like <laughs> that, if it was a modern show, guy. they wouldn't tell. They wouldn't change for each other. They'd be like, "Ah, oh, you're human. I can't change for you. Oh, you're a mermaid. I can't change for you. It's not healthy." And the movie would just end. 
That's hilarious. That would just I be it. I actually kind of want to watch that. They're <laughs> like, oh, you're better. beautiful, but you're half fish. Oh, Anything well. Anything is better than Hans Christian Andersen's. <laughs> oh, Hans Christian Andersen's fucking turn into sea foam. Now you just die. <laughs> fucking except you like, except she like stays in like purgatory for like seven years or something. It's like really like specific and weird. This is what I get for taking children. I can't hear the college. name Hans without Hans Gruber immediately coming to mind. Doesn't matter who it is. Even Hansel and Gretel. I'm like, okay, Hans Gruber and his sister. That's weird, right? Hans from Frozen. I'd say and you're Hans probably Gruber thinking about from Frozen. Die Hans from Frozen. Yeah, he was cool too. No, he's not. <laughs> he's the bad guy. Well, so is Hans Gruber. He's not. So, kids that he's cool. So what though. we've learned here today Darth is cool. that he's the bad guy. is that if your name is Hans, there's a good chance that you have a dark side. Correct. What's her name's cool? She's a bad guy. She wrote a song about it. What's her name? Oh my god. What's what's that? Uh, who, who does that song? I'm a bad guy. Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish is bad guy. She's cool. No. All right, I'm getting off. I've topic. lost. I've lost your train. <laughs> so musicals. <laughs> Back to musicals being a thing. Um, we've made a couple remarks to musicals this year. Uh, most recently, with the unfortunate uh, homage to Stephen Sondheim and his tragic passing. Uh, but in his wake, he leaves a, a very bright and beautiful legacy. Um. A lot of my favorite and, and personal top-tier musicals are Sondheim shows or he worked on. Uh, there's a lot of great work that's come across the stage over the years, but, you know, objectively, you can't really pick one, but in my opinion, I think he did it the best. So yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm so biased to agree with you. I think it's because we've also worked, to, we've worked together on Sondheim shows in the past, um, we did a production of Assassins together. Assassins, um, yeah. That is, uh, I think, such a good, such an underrated show in general and Sondheim show as well because everybody, when they think Sondheim, they think, you know, Into the Woods, Sweeney Todd, maybe Sunday in the Park with George. And Company um, in recent years got a lot yeah, of attention. Yeah, well, because it's on Broadway, because Company is on Broadway Assassins now too. Assassins just got I, a revival too. It did, got didn't postponed it? again, just like it did the first time. That's well, the first time, so the original shit. Broadway revival that ended up having Neil Patrick Harris in it, so it worked out better, got postponed because of 9-11. Yeah. This one got postponed because of the world, but <laughs> they have a pretty right. good cast lined up. And, I mean, it just, uh, I don't know, I, I think that's kind of a fun show because yeah. it takes on sort of a different tone each generation that does it. Like every 10, 15 years, it's, it's sort of the same story, but... We kind of find like a different reason behind it, you know. Kind of kind of all fucked up. Well, well, it's cheers just, and it's cheers just an interesting. Yeah, it's just an interesting. It's an interesting show. It's and it's it's always it is funny to see people's reaction to it throughout different time periods. Kind of like you're saying, for sure. Um, but it's yeah, it's really good for Emma Goldman hits different though. Community <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> sitting here looking at my paycheck, community. immediately going away to bills. I'm like. What does a man do <laughs> when true, the yeah. workers are starved? <laughs> when the wages are sheet? It's what does cool, he yeah. do? It's cool to see a show that it has so many yeah. historical figures too, like well, like seventeen seventy six too. Yeah, but that's more of America patting itself on the back again. Well, that well, that's funny because which fortunately Hamilton is Hamilton is say, a criticism through celebration, which is cool. It's say, really cool. Talk about popular musicals. <laughs> yeah. 
They're like, hey guys, we kind of had a we had a shitty beginning, but here were some of the good ideas, and here's some of the things people stood for, and one of the things that makes us beautiful. But uh, beauty comes out of the definitely gross. shows some <laughs> of the more complicated sides of things, and. I know that some people will be like, "Well, it's like historical alterations," but it's like, "Well, no, sh- no shit." I don't think it's trying to hide from the fact that it's not doing a one-to-one thing so much as some. I mean, it's obviously going to be somewhat metaphorical because if you think you're going to get a one-to-one retelling with a stage musical ever, yeah. I mean, you're uh, you're shit out of luck. <laughs> and some of that stuff just doesn't rhyme, so it's just not going to work. Yeah, <laughs> I can't make everything rhyme. So that, that actually brings me to my, my thought today. Bottom five musicals. Bottom five. Ugh. Number um, five. Now let me know if you agree or disagree. SpongeBob the musical. Oh, I agree. disagree. I, I disagree. Agree, actually. Why does that exist? I disagree with you. Actually, I mean, I agree with the question. I agree with the question. Cash grab. I agree with the question and Cash I agree with the grab. answer. I agree with the question. I agree with the answer. But... Um, I've, I've listened to the soundtrack, um, and for a, for a cash grab, well, what? I'm serious for, for a crack, for a cash grab musical. It, it's actually a pretty good soundtrack and it stays pretty faithful to the show as opposed to a lot of other cash grab, like jukebox musical type of things that do a way shittier job. Like eat like Jersey Boys or whatever. Jersey Boys that has freaking Ugh. been on Broadway for so long. Who and for wants what? to see Rock of it? How does that keep getting productions and tours? I don't know. I have the same question about Rock- it. And I know that mom is, I know, mom, I know you're so mad at me listening right now. I know she's so <laughs> mad because she loves Jersey Boys. Um, well, all of our parents like Mama Mia too. And I'm sitting there like, I know that there's, so vapid. I, I know that there's plot to it too, but, um, uh, that's that's just the first one off the top. All of right. My well, head. we got two out of a three in agreement, so I think that can take number five for worst musical. Yes. I mean, if you both disagreed with me, I'd be a little more wary. But like, ugh, it's a. It, but it's, it's nothing lazy. against SpongeBob. It's it is lazy. nothing against it's SpongeBob. Not it's just not. It's not a musical. It shouldn't it's be like, a musical. It's like, you know when a show that you really love goes off the air, but someone's like, oh, but there's a comic book you can read that I has the last it, season. And for you're the like, worst, for the worst the cash last... grab, I would definitely say it would be Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. That's number four on our list yeah. of worst <laughs> musicals. It's got to be. The musical where people almost died in the first production, then Bono just scrapped the entire show and rewrote it. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, you guys like Spider Man, right? Come see, come see my show. It's, it's, it's. I'm stealing this from How I Met Your Mother, but it's like when one of your friends beyond college is like, "Do you want to see the play I'm in? It's in a seven story walk up on the sixth floor. There's no air conditioning. I know it's gonna be ninety degrees, but it'll be fine. Come on, see my show." And you're like, "Bro, we're not 22 anymore. Like, no. Oh, sorry. Rough. <laughs> like." <laughs> well, no, I, I, I know you are 22, you, you kind of know what I mean. Like, yes, there's a yes, certain yes. point where you're just like, I'm not going to do that. And Spider-Man is exactly that moment where you're just like, bro, like, how many more assholes in costumes have to run around Times Square until you're satisfied? Mm, just too many. <laughs> At least one more. <laughs> like, I give it four years until there's an Elmo musical that they target at parents with young kids where no, it's like, oh, you out in the audience. Can, it's fine. If that happened, I feel like it would be deja vu. No, do you know what we need? Do We need an Elmo musical with one whole like ballad that's just a big middle finger to Rocco. Yeah. That's what we yeah. need. Oh, shit. 
that's what we need. Like Zoe's like off like in the corner singing like a love duet <laughs> with Rocco, and then like Elmo comes out with this like hardcore rap. He's like, Rocco, better than that, you sucking bear. Sounds like <laughs> Avenue Q Quest with Rent. You just, <laughs> I think you just predicted the future. Yes. <laughs> One song, glory. Oh my god. I'm sitting there the entire time in that show, like. Raji, you call yourself a professional musician and you've literally never written a song. He can't finish one every, song. Every time he goes to write a song, he it's just ends up mirroring a previously written yep. song. And I'm like, people have been doing that for decades. Somehow Pachelbel is used in like 40% of all modern music, but people find a new way to change it up. And you literally just start strumming the same song. Yes. Like, rent, rent has some. Is put a capo on it. Grab a whammy bar. I don't know. <laughs> what do you want me to do? Man? Roger, just give up. Your dreams are stupid. Angel is an asshole. I'm sorry. We're coming out fistfuls now. <laughs> Number three on my list kill- is Rent. I, I, normally, I I'll disagree. Normally, I have it Rent at gives like mega the bottom. Props for like coming out as the topic it was about in the year it was about. Mm-hmm. But it's 2022 and it doesn't mean shit. <laughs> tick, tick, boom is better. You're supposed to fall in love I agree, with Angel. I agree her introduction with you that into the group is, is she better. murdered her dog for like two grand. And instead of paying all of their <laughs> yeah. back rent, they are they're like, great, let's go drinking. And I'm like, <laughs> as a theater professional, you make me look like an asshole because people are like, oh, these fucking artists, they just want everything handed to them. I'm like, no, we work fucking like 90 hours a week to entertain you. And these jerk-offs are making us look like a bunch of carefree assholes who don't do it. Mark's like, man, I can't think of anything to make a movie about. During the AIDS epidemic, you can't think of... Like, this is the peak of American action movies and cinema. There's like a blockbuster movie coming out every week. We have Back to the Future. You have the continuation of the Rocky saga. You have Indiana Jones, Star Wars. So many great things came out in the 80s from film. And he's Man, like... Man, they stole all I'm my ideas. i here. Fucking, I don't know, Pulp Fiction was pretty good, I guess, but like, I just don't know what to do. And I'm like, maybe you should just get a fucking job then, bud. Maybe you should get a job. It does kind of suck. Tom it's, Collins is the it, only likable character in the whole show, and it, I stand it, by it. It is. Ooh. It's like he does like let them live there for such a long time without paying, and you I find out that Mimi they too. were friends. I mean, yeah. Mimi it, has a problem from day one, yeah. and like hers is just she's a sad just kind of crying for help. Yeah. Yeah. She and Tom Collins are the only two characters I like or sympathize with. The other ones are so really complicated. But there are a lot of fucking entitled. There's a lot I've I've watched it so many Mm. times. Me too. And every time it makes me a little more upset. I think it I think it got worse because you and I went to go see Sorry to all my mentors who feel really fondly about that show. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, but it's terrible. We went to go see La Boheme during college and we were like, Oh, wait a second. I understand what how the story's supposed to go now. Yeah, oh, no. and I was like, "Oh, this actually makes me feel empathetic for your strife and struggle in a monarchy with such oppressive stances on everything." Yeah, and Mark and Roger are like. You well, want then, us to pay rent for our flat, man? But, like, we used to hang out and watch kung fu movies. And Benny's like, bro, I don't really give a fuck. This cost me, like, 20 grand a year in he's taxes. He's like, I and also like, need to. But bro, it's not cool, man. Like, fuck off, Mark and Roger. They're both assholes. It's Your like, I, I have, suck. it's so weird. I have, like, such a love. Like, I agree with you. It's like, I, but, like, I also, like, kind of love it's catchy. it. catchy. The like, music's I, fun. I, like, I still kind I'll of. Still listen. I still, Most of the music. Yeah. yeah. I oh, still, I still songs. kind of. I can't, I cannot get down with today for you, tomorrow for me. I can't. I can't uh, do it. Or, it's so or whiny. The, or the, the weird, um. 
I know it's supposed to be bad with uh, her, her like milk sh- uh, fucking. Oh, uh, the super weird one yeah, where she's giving the speech. She's in the cowbell stuff. I know it like. I don't like that. I don't like that their only representation of lesbians is, well, I'm really loosey goosey. Well, I'm really neat and organized. Guess opposites just can't get along. I better go <laughs> fuck everyone else in the world because I'm just promiscuous and that's just life because. I'm a go get it kind of lesbian. You're like it's so hard. I mean, no, you're any, just an asshole. This, like, is, this has nothing to do with your representation. Yeah. You're just a douche. You, that's, one not, of the, that's another <laughs> one of the reasons that I ended up liking Tick Tick Boom more. Once, once I like this was even before the movie came out. Although actually, I haven't even seen I like it yet. Angels in America. More. I haven't even seen it yet. Well, dude, if you want to commit seven hours? That's but. yeah. But it's amazing. It's seven hours worth watching. That's if you really want to understand hours the of AIDS suffering. epidemic. Yeah. Not that I was and there. And it's beautiful. I'm baby. The script for that show is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. If you yeah, have a man. lot of time to sit down and read a script, that was it's a two-part show, three and a half hours each. It is quite an undertaking. And they did that. Wow. They did that when we were in when but we lived in Philly. But it is incredible. And when, it is devastating. Yeah, when we did that in Philly, they had to do it. They do it in two parts. Yeah. Like the fucking like Titanic when it came in the VHS. Yeah, it runs in rep with itself. Yeah. It's, dude, it's insane. And then other nights we'll do part two, but we can't do both. It's fucking no nuts, man. It, I must be crazy they for do, the actors. They did have one show days where they would have a matinee and night show, and that would be part dude. one and part two. And I was like, damn, doing the whole show in one I day. I can't even imagine. Seven hours I, I of imagine. work in one day. Like, well, wow. like, I can't, like The mental strain, too, on the actors. I mean, like, that must be fucking wild. Like... The like to to put yourself through like that emotional stress, and I know everybody has kind of different like methods to their madness and shit like that. Yeah, like we would go backstage and unwind a lot. Um, I I learned how to play poker backstage during one of the the darker <laughs> shows. I did shout out to my friend Dan who taught me how to play back who taught me how to play poker backstage. Yeah. Uh, one of the, one of the shows that we did together. Ten years later, and you're still not good at it. You can shut the fuck up. I'll take your ass <laughs> to gin rummy any day, though, bitch. Mm, Twenty years later, and you're still not good at it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us to our Eagles update. <laughs> everybody eagles update for the week uh it's almost baseball season so go phillies um Sports. hopefully hopefully by the time this episode releases we'll have an agreement with the players association and if not fuck the owners and that's our eagles update so back to musicals <clears throat> we're getting into the real brass tacks here number two on my list these are very modern, mind you. So, you know, I this could be a lot more worst, savage with some of the classics. This is still your worst ones, right? Yeah, number two on the worst list. Oh, my gosh. Um, you'll notice a lot of these are structured around what they're conceptually about. Number two on my list is Rocky the Musical. Yeah, now, okay. I, I was upset when Rocky Balboa came out. I was like, no, Rocky Five was the end of it. Like, I love the fact that there's so many Rockies, but it's silly. And then they're like, but actually Creed. Okay, but actually Creed Two. Okay, but there's going to be a musical now. And I'm like, I mean, the structure of it is classic 1970s downtrodden, like American hero overcoming the odds. So it's structured for the core of what an American musical was for like 30 years. 
So the components are there and the character emotional arcs are there to, you know, kick off a song. But it's a fucking boxing match, bro. Like, <laughs> look, if the coolest part of your show is the fact that your stage extends out into the audience and then half the audience has to get up and fucking move in the <laughs> show, because you sit on the stage and it's really cool. They, like, bring you in. So you're, like, they're in a boxing ring and they take it from a proscenium to a theater in the round. That's yeah. the concept. Most of the audience, and, you know, the mezzanine is still up there. But it's, like, a theater in the round, like, like an actual fight would be. That's awesome. Like, I, I don't need Adrian to sing me some sad ballad about, like, wanting to have a better life and not being so fucking poor. I, I, I don't... Shut up, Adrian. It, it, you don't want Adrian love, to serenade okay? you? It's about love and toughness and punching meat and drinking eggs. I just All think right? that the, the crowd that watched and grew up with Rocky is a much different crowd than the ones who went out to musicals every night. Yeah, They're very different worlds. Rocky is funny because it's supposed to be demographics silly. demographics for sure. The original Rocky came out in 76 when a lot of American cities were really down. We were in a small recession. It was the last one we had before the recent one. And, you know, like gas was high. There were shortages on stuff. Things were kind of fucked up. And it was like, hey, even in this small blue collar town, this, you know, underdog guy can triumph with you know this great profound spirit and it was you know like a, a rebirth of the american dream on the bicentennial it was awesome and then the you know the following sequels you know kind of came out in the 80s it's very 80s-esque like paulie running in on his little like fucking segue like oh look what, look what rocky bought me with with his money look, look at all the shit he got i got a robot <laughs> no nah, it's a robot and it like has a robot voice and can move its arms so it's like fucking space age at that point you know and uh, <laughs> It's just it it fits so well in that era and then you try to rip it out into the 2020s and put it on stage and you're like dude why what? it just doesn't it just doesn't fit if you're going to try to lazily abort, like someone contact Nintendo and give me like a Super Smash Bros musical or something <gasps> Can with, like, you imagine Mario a Nintendo Dogs musical it's like cats <laughs> but Nintendo <laughs> There's like little prop like puppets that are being marionetted from the sky petting them and feeding no, them and you, shit No you give the audience like chew toys or something and it's like interactive like the video game and they throw it at the stage oh to the Nintendogs it's like improv but a musical that I just sounds like the puppy bowl uh, no it, it sounds I think amazing we already puppy have bowl on stage. no I think it's gonna be great I don't know if that'll make it to Broadway because of the budget but I would go to that show off Broadway <laughs> friends telling you about it in a cafe you're like have they i just had... get to throw toys at a bunch of dogs and watch them go nuts let's do it bro the yeah, set get changes and they're at the park yeah. oh my god then take like, it for a walk they're now. at the cabin by the lake no you gotta do then you gotta get to run over and there's the, a little like wet the spot trick contest. <laughs> oh my god writing a musical isn't that hard see you look pretty good at this Wow. I wonder, have they done a Mario musical yet? Because it's like only a matter of time, right? Especially with the movie coming out. Oh my God. Can you imagine every scene change and it's just oh. a loop of... And like all the fun things you can do with like trap doors on the stage and plumber pipes Ooh. and stuff. Like pipes just extruding out and like... And the actor goes down in a harness and then, like, comes up and harness lifts him out and drops him on the stage out of another pipe. Oh, those, those pipes would have to be, like, actual, like, characters or, yeah. like, crew members because they'd have to be moving Fucking across Goombas the stage. running around and shit, like, oh. big puppet Goombas. And, oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. That sounds amazing. Oh, I'm already excited. Hopefully they get it I feel right. Like such um, a sellout for getting oh so excited about this. <laughs> All these stupid oh lazy ideas. Super Mario Music. Oh my gosh. That's genius. 
I'm just man. picturing I'm picturing some me. of the shows we've seen where people uh <laughs> people climb up set pieces that start falling apart while they're climbing up it. Oh my gosh, that happened to it at a show that we went to go see once. The set fell apart while mm-hmm, it was like a climbing rock wall, right? Okay, oh no. that that the actor ha- was supposed to climb. Okay, and so was that the production of Shrek? Mm-hmm, I don't want to get into it too much, um, but <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, but so like he's climbing the rock wall, okay, and he goes and he steps on a piece, and the the rock just. Pfft, like completely like like because some of the rocks were plastic and some of them were foam he stepped on a fucking foam one and oh, it came out no. completely from his so he goes and he's climbing some of he's stepping on some of the real ones some of the foam ones okay they're like coming out from under his feet we're all like holding our bated breaths okay he gets up to the top we all clap oh my god oh thank god he made it to the top he goes he grabs the princess he starts climbing back down it's already broken we were like no stop there were stairs right there we were like you dumb shit what the fuck are you doing oh why are God. you taking the hard route you idiot <laughs> we and he got back down and you know what we all we all fucking clap for him again <laughs> like goddamn dumb idiots we are that was that was the problem you shouldn't have applauded you should have all booed we, like, we been boo, like that was really dumb boo unsafe choices boo. start throwing oh, shit at him like climbing down me, making sir. it worse sir i'm from osha <laughs> to arrest you um oh man you fired yeah uh, I mean, you don't you don't love to see it, but it, <laughs> but it is memorable. There so you go. worst musical. Yeah, what's your worst musical? <sighs> There's so many to choose from. There really are. I have a lot of unpopular opinions on these. There's a few that come to mind, but I have to go with Cats. You just you just hate it, yeah. <sighs> it's just so aggro. You love cats if you grew up watching cats. If you didn't grow up watching cats and you're like the rest of us normal people, you're just like, this is disgusting. W- w- what the fuck is this? <laughs> and no, no, no offense to people who like cats. If something gives you joy, it should give you joy. That's totally fine. I'm not here to take away from anyone's happiness. But also know that you like a piece of trash art. <laughs> oh. I've seen cats like I've seen like half of cats. It was like a really long time ago. I'm very neutral towards cats. Jellicle cat is seven it's, and a half I think, minutes long. I think it's yes. really funny that Andrew Lloyd no, Webber. No, 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 no. Let me finish my sentence. Not even ironic. I think it's really funny <laughs> that Andrew Lloyd Webber said, mm-hmm. "I'm gonna write a musical about cats," and it's. It's literally not deeper than that. Well, that's what everybody was so uppity about. They were like, like well, what's this about? What's the deeper yeah. meaning? Is it about like, like the hunger of society? Like, is, is it, it like this? It's like based off of a couple of those poems, but like literally only in plot structure. Like otherwise, he shut them all down. He goes, literally it's just about, about cats. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's hilarious and i give him props for that it's i mean it's kind of awesome execution it's kind of a big it's kind of a big middle finger to like the the industry i guess but it's also a kind of big middle finger to us but it's also really silly so i'm kind of neutral on it in the end i wouldn't go get tickets for it i think if you love it like it makes if it makes you happy then like 
cool. You you probably yeah. you might be a cat boy or a cat girl, and then I think you should embrace it. I mean, memory is a fantastic shower singing song. That's very true. Memory is fun. Yes. Yeah. Um, All right, I'll yield that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and I think don't get me I wrong. Think, these bad shows have fun songs. I yes. mean, I sing one song, "Glory in the Shower." I, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> um, I, and I think the memes are also great. I know. I know that there are some people who also like like to watch it, like because they're like they like hate watch it or they like watch it because it's just like so funny. <laughs> There's also some. I did see like I I didn't see the new movie, but I did see a clip from the end where what's her name D- uh, Judy Dench or whatever she's like. It's uh, when is a cat not a cat when it's a dog <laughs> something like fucking ridiculous like that and it's so that's amazing. It's so dumb. See, if that was the kind um, of show Cats was, where it was just like a bunch of really bad cat puns and shit, I'd love that. It's definitely a little more like random. Yeah. I don't know. But I, I mean, I don't so know what to tell you. Is the movie better than the stage version then? I, I would think. I would. I mean, I guess it really depends. Because it, it depends on the stage version too. Because, like, are you going to go see. Like some. If you're going to see Cats, you're going to see it on Broadway. Yeah. I mean, you could go see it in, like, you know, like some like churches, like auditorium. But you wouldn't want to. But you could. <laughs> but let's, you could. Let's let's get a weigh in on this. I'm gonna go for an outside source here, an unbiased opinion for his opinion. <laughs> unbiased. <biasness>. Unbiased. <laughs> you say. Yeah, we're gonna reach out to our local theater nerd resident, George. Suspenseful stuff. Maybe we're maybe reaching oh, out. Maybe, maybe. Oh, is he? Uh, is he not going to make his booking? All right. Well, we're. Uh, he knew we were talking about cats. We're gonna have to. Uh, <laughs> have the producers get in touch with him over the weekend. And, oh, he is, no, no, we didn't reach anyone. <laughs> he is allergic, you know. We didn't reach anyone. Yeah, no, that's why I was hoping for a little bit of support. But uh, I was also going to see what he might tout as a good musical. <laughs> um, oh, oh! I'm receding in instant update. Um, in the middle of recording, what's up? I happen to Need know you for <laughs> podcast. I happen to know for a fact, though. Um, since I'm since I'm married to him and we share one brain cell, um, that that's true. They do share one brain cell. It's that pretty he, wild. That it's pretty we, wild. We have some really similar opinions on cats. Um. It's it's definitely not like his favorite, um, but he doesn't hate it. I think he's like interested in it, like from a philosophical and almost like sociological standpoint. <laughs> but like, doesn't like love it, but like doesn't like hate it's it. It's just kind of there. Yeah, it sure is. If somebody gave him like free tickets, I feel like I feel like we'd like go see it, but like only if it was like easy and accessible. <laughs> Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But we'd probably spend a lot of time being like, look at everybody. I've got all these people going out of their way to see cats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that woman is crying and the show hasn't even started. Oh, my God. That's why I think it should be cat puns, though. Like, it, it would be make that it better. feel good kind of show where you're sitting there and you're like, aha, one one in the bird is two in the cat or something. I, I don't know. Cat push. Oh, Lord. Oh. Everything else that's going on. Oh, oh, we have John on the line. John, John, is that you? 
Oh, classic Johns. Yeah, so I'm on the line with John, a.k.a. the Comic Foil. Uh, sounds like he's doing a little work in his studio. Uh, Dylan, uh, you're actually on the Green Scorpion Let's Play right now. Oh, my uh, God. What are we playing? On here. Oh. Hi, Oscar. <laughs> hi, Oscar. Oscar's here, too, everybody. Say hi to Oscar. Hi, Oscar. Yeah. I didn't consent to this. Hey, um, we're kind of <laughs> fighting for lives right now. Can we keep this quick? Uh, we're trying to people alive oh yeah sorry uh lives are at stake here so i'll just be brief um would you agree if you were listing the five worst musicals roughly in recent era they would be uh spongebob <laughs> at number five spider-man at number four rent at number three what was number two it was so bad i don't even remember i was just gonna say would you agree that and number one that, is cats that cats would be on cats there. is the worst the worst i actor. mean cats is pretty terrible and everything people think is good about it they've been tricked into thinking so i agree with that <laughs> well shit i was uh, wrong. i knew it i knew it you guys have uh, been duped i guess i have the and brain john, cell for what the is the Ooh. greatest musical of all time uh the greatest musical of all time is a five-way tie between sweeney todd sunday in the park with george into the woods company and assassins all by stevens online for okay. the record i have a cop out but that's just my opinion. The, the best musical of all time is the complete work of Stephen Sondheim, sir. Okay. A little bit of a brown noser, but we appreciate you as always, John. Thanks again for being on the show. Bye. Bye. <laughs> and that was John, everybody. Brown nosing his way to the top. All right. Uh, I have to <laughs> humbly agree with at least part of his sentiment. Sondheim does have a lot in the upper echelon. Mm -hmm. um, it's hard to just kind of completely dismiss, like, Joseph and the Amazing Technical or Dreamcode or the Book of Mormon, honestly. Uh, that's coming from a personal place, though. But it also is God's favorite musical. I you, feel like that carries some weight. You actually got to go see that. I saw it with the you original saw Book cast. Of Mormon? Yeah. yeah, with the original <gasps> cast, except Nikki James. Her swing was in. Her swing was wonderful. But wow. that broke my heart. But then my parents saw it, and the only remaining original cast member was guess who? Who was it? Nikki James. So between so my whole the family two of has them, seen the original cast. They've combined. seen everybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's beautiful. Yeah, my folks got a picture with her afterwards. We didn't have time to do the uh, the side door, so we we were we had to rush to catch a bus back to Felix. We had skew the next day. Ew. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we actually got there a few minutes late for the show too, so I missed hello. But I was seeing it for free with the original cast. So, so I wasn't cool. in a position that's to amazing. complain at all. I had a great time. It was. It was an incredible experience, especially for the year it came out. It was like really in that early wave of big shows with like lots of spectacle really and real deep content. Like my my favorite thing oh that yeah. I that I hear about that musical is that some <laughs> some of uh, um um Welly wow Welly some people think that it's really just a nice warm-hearted <laughs> musical about like religion and like wow like it's a there, feel have, good. there have been yeah. like they, groups of mormons that right. have like come to see it being like they oh yeah it's up, about us they what get up? up at intermission and go this is nothing like what i wanted and they <laughs> just go, uh -oh. leave <laughs> and then you get the opposite response too where people you expect to be really offended like the actual yeah. Mormon community a lot of them are like actually that's pretty high as well. that's <laughs> it's like, like you think you're going somewhere nice and then oh yeah i thought that was go. i thought that was so cool that it was like really well recepted <laughs> yeah. by a lot of like the Mormon specifically that like came to see him and was like, oh, this is actually like a good like 
like if you like follow through and like watch I'll never forget especially. when they had previews open John Stewart saw it and I think he was talking about it on the Daily Show or something because you know I'm old and again um, <laughs> he was talking about the show conceptually because he had just seen one of the previews right before it opened I think so it's pretty much like the final product yeah and he described it as such a unique and miraculous celebration of religion and community. Mm. And he, he had a lot of, you know, very eloquent, charming words to say. Yeah. He's John frickin' Stewart and everything that comes out of his mouth is beautiful. But now I, uh, I, I've never forgotten <laughs> that. Well, it's true. I've, I've never know, forgotten that, though. And sort of how I perceived and how, like, I received the musical then, too, and, and sort of the... The disposition yeah. I saw where he was coming from and how much I agreed with it just from having heard the soundtrack when I finally saw it, I was like, it, it really is a joyous sort of communal uplifting moment of like religion can still have a purpose. It's here to guide us. It's here to bring us together. It's here to create a sense of community. It's not meant to govern us. Like Absolutely. We were never meant to be governed by God. And I don't think that was his intention either, not to get too crazy out of here. But the, the musical just does a lovely idea handling such like an existential and ridiculously yeah. Yeah. deep topic in such a fun, lighthearted, and silly yeah. way. I, I mean, I love how I mean, art... I Baptize Me is incredible. I, lo <laughs> <laughs> I love how art can do that, though. How can how, how it can wrap up things that are so big and so esoteric into things that yeah. are so funny and sweet or, or sour or crazy or that seem so wildly out of that that seem completely completely mm. uh like it, it, in opposition almost to 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 what they're actually presenting and uh, how like awareness over that. time has really allowed us to break the fourth wall in ways where it's not quite so on the nose like annie hall but more like you know you have turn it off and the show is so self-aware of its own trope that the lights go off and they come back and everyone's in sequins and tapping and like they're full. Talk, talk about, talk wear about that, like, that, oh, technical, ah. that technical spectacle. They yeah, do a quick change while tapping in unison. That's so balling. <laughs> like, oh, that's so it's cool. It's fucking ridiculous. Well, and you when know, you really think about what goes in each of these scenes, they're fun to watch, but the amount mm -hmm. of nuance that goes into the transitions is incredible. Mm -hmm. I don't want to talk about the future of theater though. I think about, you know, what I think about, and it's on my list too, is I think about um, Starkid. Um, and oh, I want to know yeah. if you've ever seen Callista. Have you ever seen um, they, they started. Well, are you familiar started, with Starkid? They started. As a whole. They started I've, a, I've heard some things. Uh, I'm not overly familiar with Starkid. I started at, I want to say, some, some university. I want to say Iowa, Michigan, some. Some bum ass state they're, like our um, own. They're um, also out of Ohio because they're in the Ohio? same town, yeah. second cities in. They, it, they, oh, is it Ohio? Yeah, uh, they're well, cross I think they might have moved at some point. I, I can't think they moved to Michigan they now. But yeah. um, <laughs> they're out there doing their thing. Yeah, you know. I, I, I'm really inspired by the concept of, I mean, they started doing on stage stuff, but now they have all of this like internet media, like theater internet content because they started with i think they're most popular for a very potter musical right mm -hmm. um and the sequels and then, yeah all. there's a couple sequels there's one called annie about anakin skywalker there's a an old western one yeah <laughs> based uh, on oregon trail yeah trail to oregon <laughs> trail to oregon yeah, yeah. um f uh fire the disney one there's yeah What's the oh, disney uh, villain one there's uh that's twisted 
You That's would love twisted. That you would love I, that one. No, I know that one. I you do know that love one? that one. You've seen that one. I have. Oh, I was about to say because if you haven't, you should. <laughs> oh my god, that's so cool. There's so many amazing jokes in there, and I don't want to reference any of them on the podcast because if you haven't <laughs> seen it, it's so no, funny. No, that one's spoiled. amazing. The the vocals are great. By that point, oh the production god, quality yeah. is really good. Their sets have gotten more elaborate. The character yeah. development is great, and all of the shows are written and produced by the members of yeah. the cast. So I it's all. And they've work. had some newer ones like uh, mm-hmm. Black Friday and the guy who didn't like musicals. That they, I I find fantastic. it really interesting just to see them doing things like a little bit differently. It's like more geared for, especially I think because of COVID, like mm-hmm. more geared for online release and just rolling with those punches. It was really inspiring to me as somebody who's worked in theater to yeah. to see that. I guess you know what I mean. Well, and there's a, a very clear inspiration from a lot of areas of theater too like you see a lot of modern components and a lot of the vocal composition mm-hmm. but then um some of the major composers that work with the company you can tell really like classics like the the guy who doesn't like musicals very godspell-esque <laughs> very godspell-esque it's a lot of solo work with supporting cast carrying the story kind of taking turns with the narrative and each person's kind of getting their little reflection and moment hmm. it's very cool and then they put a lot I of modern components over top of it but you i guess can i didn't see immediately think godspell but oh i, do I did s- especially the hmm. way he sings is um like the lead narrator mm. sort of character that he splits yeah. with. It's yeah. yeah, interesting. But I do, I do see what you're saying. I mean, you can definitely see sometimes where they're pulling inspiration from certain um, yeah. classics or just like tropes in general. Um, there's also uh, what's the holy musical Batman? Holy musical Batman. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. There's, there's there's a lot of good ones. Shout out to Star Kid. Yeah. If you guys are out there, give us a call. We'll have you on the podcast. <laughs> love to love to hang out. Maybe do a sesh. Oh my god. <laughs> if they actually call, I'll cry. Oh my <laughs> god. I'll get so excited. I'll come back for that one. <laughs> Speaking of Callista one sh- being here and twisted. Disney musicals. <laughs> that was a great transition segue. You did it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, uh, I did what I consider a bottom five on the musicals list, especially, especially modern stuff. But uh, I admit I have to lead to you to take the reins. Well, can um, I actually can I actually interrupt before you move whoa. on from your worst musicals? Because I. I feel like you missed a big one. Uh-oh. You missed mm. my number one most hated musical. What is it? Well, did you have a different one, Allie? Is there one you is think it that Grease? he? Because really I almost missed? said Grease. Oh no, I love Grease. Oh, I missed. It's Grease. hard. It's hard Grease for me to say six. if there's anyone that stands out in particular. But no, what were you gonna say? Oh, hair. Oh. Hair hits me so wrong. It, I just I can't stand hair. It's one of my favorite shows. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I just can't do it. I don't, I don't think don't it's objectively hair. one of the best. I think I hair, hair is a show that I know a lot a of people overdone. in college didn't enjoy until they got to see it live. The whole point of that show is experiencing it live and having an experience in like a unified room. It's a very on the nose commentary on what theater is and how it operates through like the lens. Oh my god! Of wait, I'm such a dumbass. I was literally thinking hairspray for a second, and when I said it's a little <laughs> no, overdone. No, we love hairspray. Fuck Baltimore. <laughs> We're talking about hair. No, 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 no. Hair, 
Hair I love. No, hairspray is a little overdone. Hair I love. My, you and can tell I'm a little high. It might um, just be me. It might just be a personal thing. And I, I, I appreciate musicals that make me feel. They have to make me like. They have to make me feel well, something. The thing, hair don't, makes me feel nothing. You don't get it from no, the movie hair, because the movie doesn't accurately no, portray the, the stage. Terrible. Script. And yeah. if you haven't seen a good production on stage, you don't get because the whole point of the show is that these people are are preaching sort of a, a beautiful awakening of thought and enlightenment and love and togetherness and community and saying we can shed ourselves of this war and this conflict. And meanwhile, Claude is torn I between think, that and his sense of duty and obligation. To his I fan. think he ends up dying. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. The something. movie makes Burger die for I've no seen, reason. It's just fucking weird. <laughs> I'll tell you something. I've seen a lot of productions. Um, I've seen a decent amount of productions of hair. I've seen a bunch and of some, bad ones. Some of them. Some of them do not hit. It's no. true. Some of them don't hit. Especially like I've seen versions done by younger kids where they have to cut out a lot and right. mm. they can't really do anything. It just cuts out the whole soul of it. And the kids like are too young to gr like. Or they just don't have the time really to even like grasp like he these like really complicated concepts of having to struggle with also something that's so outside of anything we've had to ever experience in our generation. We we don't have to think about getting drafted like that. Not like yeah. that. It's not something that we're like. It's just so outside of our wheelhouse. Well, we, that and being we, persecuted for dodging it too. We had a production that we did at Temple. That um, neither did you work backstage on that? I was the assistant lighting designer. I, see, I can't remember shit. Oh, that here I am. I'm talking shows. hair. Both of you worked on it. I wow. didn't work on it, but I saw <laughs> I did, it. Though. I saw it. He did I saw a really it a good job times. too. He did do a good Thank job. Thank you. Um, but uh, we had good direction. We had good was, direction. It, we had a good space. It's when I and saw it. Production idea and everything clicked for me. Yeah, because That's I was fair. able to see. I was able to see how the characters were supposed to be written. Because mm -hmm. every other production I saw, it was like it didn't. It was not followed through on correctly. Mm -hmm. But the actors in this, the direction and everything else, it it flowed specifically. I saw. Oh, yeah. the care. I I understood. It it clicked and it followed through. Whereas a lot of the other productions I saw before were like uh, high school productions that just didn't click. And if you don't get the true insight, like I feel like this movie. is a shout out that's, to Brandon McShaffrey at it's just bad. Temple University. Brandon yeah. McShaffrey did a great job directing. Yeah. His he approach did. was really great. He created a very tight sense of community and cast like that cast. I've never seen a closer group of people in a whole cast that actually got along. Like, oh, well, that's how you fake, know the like, show is going to be good. But they also got along with all the designers, yeah. too, who were mostly grad students. Like, everyone gelled really well together. Yeah. Enough that they that they and, did, in fact, all get naked in front of each other. Because yeah, that's, they, like, they, they did that scene. Yeah. And that take, that's, I mean, we that takes so much balls. It. It, was, it was tactful. Because the, talk Aaron about good lighting. Idea. He, he, used, uh, he used blinder sets. They're basically like these really high-intensity 2K light strips that you line uh we had scaffolding up we did the traditional one and then he mm -hmm. had a, a set of lights we called the rock lights that were gradients of yellow and amber that were aimed all across the stage from up top so when we did the trip scene the rock lights were popping little things and then we had distorted uh gobos or textures put in the lights to make so we had like little explosions going off when he oh, thought he was cool. in Nam, was and then we had like you know, creeping sways of trees and stuff. And it, it just really incorporated like the, the fact feeling. that you were kind of lost there with him. Like he didn't know what was going on. We didn't know what was going on, but you were there together and you were both equally scared and committed. Yeah. And then he kind of comes out of the trip Made and he has feel. his revelation. Like, 
I don't want to do it, but I have to do it. And he doesn't really tell anyone that. And then sort of just resolves with them, like, getting news that he's dead and that's it. It's it's over. Like, he went right. over there and died and for what? Right. And it's just this big, heavy drop on you right at the end of the show with, with the most beautiful rejoicing chorus where everyone comes together for let the sun shine in and it's kind of to pick the spirit back up because like the way we did it there was a reveal and basically the the kid we had playing claude was just laying there under an american flag like dead center stage so we kind of moved and we had this real angelic sort of soft glow hit him as the stage shifted and then it kind of brought in like the heavy bass and the energy of like anger and sorrow and disdain and you just get that swell of emotion like mm -hmm. this this was avoidable this didn't need to happen these people whether you want to live like them or not are just people trying to get by and find a better tomorrow because they don't want to live like this anymore and he got a tiny glimpse of it after coming from some bumfuck era where he never even heard of any of these ideas and he stuck by his duty and did what he thought was right and it got him killed for nothing. And just the vacuum that it left behind. And it, it's so cool if they do it right. And if you don't, it's just a jukebox musical of shit. <laughs> it really is. It's so boring. It's so weird. You're like, yeah, racism was still a thing. Color, colored speed? Okay, okay, wh why? What? Okay. Like, what are you talking about? And, and you have to experience it with Claude. They have to make you buy in from day one. Yeah. Otherwise, sodomy doesn't make sense either. Like, yeah, this is probably the first time he's ever seen an open homosexual in his life. life. Mm -hmm. He's like 23, came from a town where he probably knew like 14 other people Pe in general. And now he knows 14 people in New York. One of them's gay. Some of them are black. One of them's pregnant, but still doing drugs, tripping on acid. Then one of them hands him like a sugar cube. And all of a sudden his world flips up the fuck side down. You know, he's 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 having a radical life changing experience in like four days. It's wild. Okay, yeah, you're right. I know. I'm I'm getting too dialed in. <laughs> it's just I, I totally get why people don't like it and I just hope everyone at some point gets a chance to see it done right. But I also understand why it would end in that tier. And uh Hey. I just wanna let you know you're at an hour. Oh. <laughs> well, okay. Um I guess that's going to about wrap it up this week for, for musicals. Uh, tune in next week as we talk about some more stuff. Um, what? Let's keep the party going. <laughs>